Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Happy Friday, and welcome to HR Work Break. As we enter the last few days of 2023, now is an excellent time for companies to reflect on buzzwords, trends, and hot topics that have shaped the HR space. And by taking these topics to heart, leaders can better prepare themselves, their teams, and their organizations for a successful 2024. In this special end-of-year episode of HR Work Break, we're going to go back to some of our favorite guests from 2023 and look at the trends that they highlighted as important factors in the HR world. First up, let's hear from Karen Siegel, HR and Business Development Manager at Delta Hire. So this podcast is airing on a Friday, but today we're actually here to talk about what can happen on Mondays, specifically the latest HR trend, Bare Minimum Mondays. So I'd love to hear your description and your take on um, what that means. Yeah. And it's funny too, because I know we were, you know, kind of going back and forth of when we wanted to do this. And I was like, well, let's not do it on Monday. (laughs) So really, truly, that's when I, I don't do a lot of my media engagement. So to really put it into frank terms, bare minimum Monday to me is like the hangover of the Sunday scaries, in my opinion. It is just the lagging aftermath of the Sunday scaries, which of course has been a key term for years now. And so bare minimum Monday, and I, and unfortunately the word bare minimum is used because it's a more of a negative connotation. I think it should be reset Monday in my opinion, but it's, it's essentially doing kind of the low hanging fruit tasks. So you're not burning out by the Wednesday afternoon of the week. That to me is the true definition of bare minimum Monday is achieving the low hanging fruit productivity tasks to prevent mental burnout through the week. Next, we'll hear from Rich Mendes, CMO of Higher Logic. In the tech and the recruiting space, are there any like buzzwords that have caught your attention beyond like the concept of interview intelligence? For me personally, it has been interesting to get to know the staffing and recruiting industry. Coincidentally, perhaps due to the pandemic, or maybe this was a trend that was continuing anyway, the amount of staffing and recruiting has grown significantly. So more employers are outsourcing staffing and recruiting to third parties, maybe hiring less full-time people or more contractors or whatever the case may be. And in that world, there's all sorts of interesting buzzwords around things like candidate rediscovery is a big term. And that's a term used in HR too, but it's heavily used in staffing and recruiting, which is basically, there's a stat, I think, somewhere that more than 65% of applicants who apply for a job are never contacted. Yeah. Right? Even the ones you interview, you're only going to pick one, right? There's only going to be a fraction of them who make it to the final rounds. Exactly. So companies are spending a lot of time getting applicants and speaking to applicants that they never end up hiring, but that's a lot of rich data. And so if you can use interview intelligence to capture that rich data and store it in your database, something called an applicant tracking system, that's another common type of software, When you need to go find someone else for a role, like instead of going back to start from scratch, you have this great wealth of information. Resumes are unfortunately very quickly out of date, but if you've had an interview conversation and you just talking about a lot of forward looking things like aspirations and stuff like that, you have a lot more richer data to go and search for existing candidates that might fit that role. 
Interview intelligence can help with this buzzword called candidate rediscovery, which in the staffing and recruiting industry has become a big thing. And the other one for HR is internal hiring, right? Internal hiring is becoming a big thing now. It helps to keep existing employees happy because they get to go try different things and move within the company. And one potential danger with internal hiring is there's even more chance of bias because you're speaking with people you know. Yeah. <laughs> and those people have existing reputations in the workplace, whether bad or good. It's almost like in some ways, ironically, it's less objective than evaluating a brand new candidate who you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And so having that interview intelligence listen might help to, again, mitigate some of that even more prevalent bias that you have when you're interviewing internal candidates who you may already know. Let's hear what Lena McDermott, co-founder, COO, and chief culture officer at Moment, has to say about trending topics in the company culture space. The conversations I always seem to gravitate to that I'm starting to see more, or it's making me happier to see people more comfortable being very vulnerable in the words, they're not getting so bureaucratically washed, is I'm hearing more about transparency, and I'm also hearing playfulness and kindness start coming forward more. And what I'm seeing a little bit of a recession on is that dogmatic approach to productivity. And I'm only as valuable as my metric. That's true too. We absolutely have to have goals and metrics and KPIs and items that we can measure and shoot for. But in between those conversations, I'm hearing instead equity and inclusion, as well as play and transparency and kindness. And so I'm encouraged that I'm seeing representation where leaders are being able to speak a bit more from a human-centered part of their job. And that is extremely, extremely enthusiastic for me because the closer we can get to valuing the human parts allows us to do the work that we all are you know, doing. And it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Like you said, when we were talking about perfectionism earlier, like pouring over how perfect your company is, is only going to stop it from reaching its full potential. Because at the end of the day, we're humans, we're people, we're not machines, and you've got to learn and live and grow with everything. And I say a thing all the time, too, when I'm even doing the interviews with people, but when I'm having conversations just like this with you, I'm like, I'm going to tell you what the mess is so that you can say yes to it. Yes to the mess, meaning don't hide it. Don't put it under a rug. You don't have to say everything because, you know, some things we don't want to always share until we can really deliver the information. But it's okay to trip and fail. Like you can fail forward. You can fail down. Just fail and learn so that the wound doesn't become not the lesson you can learn from it. Then it's just like, darn it, I just have that pain and I didn't learn anything through it. It's okay to make mistakes. It's super good because mistakes happen if you're trying. And if you're trying and you're failing, at least you know that didn't work. Let's come up with a different solution. And then don't take yourself so seriously. Like, it's okay. Let's goof around. Let's be a little silly. Let's be a bit playful. Let's be within the bounds of respect, obviously. And then being able to just kind of give yourself some slack. If you cut yourself some slack, then maybe you witness to another person that they can do the same. Yeah. And that goes back to the trust and transparency kind of underlying this entire conversation. Like if you're in a culture where you can trust that your boss won't see you as quote unquote less valuable, when you make a mistake, that boss is going to lift you up and you'll learn through it instead of just feeling that hurt, like you said. I can still say, hey, Maddie, that was a mistake. We really took a left here. We should have, this should have been sort of the path, but it's a chance to grow here and we can acknowledge we took a left instead of a right and we'll jot that down and then we'll make a path that we're going to correct on it. It doesn't have to be combative. It can be educational and supportive. 
And now let's shift to the recruiting space to learn about a huge buzzword from Kylie Luff, Senior HR Consultant at One Digital. So a, a stay interview is just a, you know, a casual conversation that management or leadership can have with their tenured long-term employees, their high performers, just to kind of talk about, you know, what they're doing well and what they can improve upon. And for one of our final reflections of 2023, let's hear from Erica Keswin, workplace strategist, keynote speaker, and best-selling author. Within the realm of mental health and company culture and just that human element, are there any buzzwords in those spheres that have been in the news or at the front of your mind? I guess the mantra that I think about the most these days is curate connection and this idea of left to our own devices because left to our own devices, we are not connecting. And in a hybrid world where people are lonely, are isolated, and we need to sometimes, you know, pull them literally or figuratively out of, you know, the house to have them get dressed and go to an office once in a while. It's not going to happen on its own. And so that's what I think about the most. As we prepare for the future of work in 2024, I hope HR leaders can take these trends and advice to heart and prepare their workforce for the best they could possibly be. All that said, happy new year, happy holidays, and best of luck. Again, I'm Maddie Collins, and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.